want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. I'm kind of obsessed with this setup right now. I'm recording this episode a little bit differently than I normally do. If you guys have listened to the show, you know that I've kind of become a morning person over the past few months, and something that I always struggled to do was record the podcast after work, and so I decided to switch it up this week and record it before work. To be totally candid with you guys, I typically put off recording for as long as possible just because after work the last thing I want to do is sit down and just talk. I feel like I'm typically, I don't want to say drained because that's not the right word, but I'm just ready to do something for me and like fill up my own cup and y'all know I'm super big on making sure that my cup is full before I can press record and start talking and put something out there that maybe I'm not necessarily proud of or like not giving my all and so I was like, you know what? Who says I can't record at like 6.37 in the morning before work rather than waiting until after work? So I'm recording pretty early today. So if I sound a little raspy or kind of have a morning voice, that's why. Just thought that I'd share that. For me too, working in a very creative space, it's important to know how my creativity manifests itself. I think at different times of the month or the year, my creativity is different. But one thing that's incredibly consistent is that the morning hours are when I'm most inspired. And I don't know why that is, but there's just something about a morning that really gets me going. And so I'm sitting here. Um, In my usual spot, I'm looking out over the water, I'm drinking a cup of coffee, and I just finished jotting down some notes, um, just like little things that I want to share in this episode, and I'm feeling very inspired and very happy to be recording today, so I hope that you guys really enjoy today's episode. The summer solstice was on Tuesday, and that's the longest day of the year, it's also International Yoga Day, and I kicked off the morning by going to Sunrise Yoga, which was incredible. It was taught by a gal named Lindsay Cook and she typically does sunrise yoga on City Dock on Tuesdays and Thursdays during the summer. So if you guys live in Annapolis and you're looking for um, good yoga to go to, I totally recommend that. Um, I'll leave her Instagram in the show notes, but it was super enjoyable, super fun. And we were 
and pigeon pose. Pigeon pose is typically the one that gets me. Um, women tend to hold a lot of emotion in the hips. And so when you're in pigeon pose, it's a huge hip opener and emotion tends to be released. And so we were sitting in pigeon pose and I just had this realization that six months ago, I had accepted the job offer that I'm in now and that was the offer that allowed me to move to Annapolis and just embark on this super cool new journey and I just could not believe that it was six months ago and I kind of had like a mini like movie flashback moment like we're at City Dock right we're looking out over the water and I just had like flashbacks to walking through downtown before my interview, going and looking at an apartment downtown before I moved. And I was just like reminiscing on that kind of part of my life, being super scared to embark on a journey, but also really excited in the same breath. It was just super cool to think about six months ago, how I didn't know what life would look like. And so I decided to sit down with myself and do a little halfway check-in. Essentially, these are just journal prompts to kind of take inventory and reflect on the past six months and then set your intentions for the next six months since we are halfway through the year, which is absolutely insane. So I wanted to really quickly share those journal prompts with you guys. I'll also have them saved on a highlight on my Instagram story so you guys can just click the link in the show notes and check those out. Super short, it took me probably like 20 minutes to do these and it was super helpful and I was getting all like in my feels and nostalgic and sentimental and I'm I'm that type of person and I like to celebrate and I like to celebrate milestones and all that kind of stuff. So um I'm just like sappy and sentimental like that, but I thought that you guys might enjoy these journal prompts. So if you're driving in the car, I recommend just kind of taking note of the timestamp here and then coming back and writing these when you have the opportunity. Or if you're just sitting in your room and you have your journal nearby, you might want to jot these down. Um, page number one is reflect on the past six months. Journal prompt number one is what has changed since January 1st. Prompt number two is what are some highlights of the past six months? What are some low lights of the past six months? Other changes or important things to take note of. And then I went on to the next page and said, looking ahead to the next six months, what do you want to focus on for the next six months? What do you need to focus on for the next six months? Of the items listed above, what takes top priority, second priority, third, etc.? How do you want to feel in six months? Use that feeling plus your focus list to create your intentions for the next six months. So those are the journal prompts. If you use them, let me know, tag me. Other than it being halfway through the year, I don't really have too many life updates for you guys. It's been a very chill week. Like I said, I'm kind of settling back into my calm routine. I was kind of all gas, no breaks for like six weeks and I needed to slow down and I'm feeling a lot more relaxed and a lot better than I was like two weeks ago. So that's the extent of the life update that I have. If you guys want to hear more, you can listen to last week's episode. Current favorite at the moment is sunflower butter sunflower seed butter. I don't know why this has been a craving of mine recently, but I tend to like rotate my nut butters and sun butter is just 
what I love. <laughs> I put it in smoothies, I put it in oatmeal. After I record this, I think I'm going to go make a little bowl with berries, sun butter, and some Siggy's plant-based yogurt. That's pretty good. Um, so yeah, sun butter has been my current fave. It's not super exciting, but <laughs> that is what I like. Also, um, when you're buying nut butters, make sure that you're buying exactly what you think you're buying. So if you go flip the jar over, a lot of times they'll have added sugars, which to me personally, nuts are plenty sweet. So especially like cashews and almonds, those are super sweet nuts in my opinion, and you don't need the added sugar. So just make sure that you check out your nut butters and your sauces and dressings and all that kind of stuff for things that don't necessarily need to be in there. Quote slash mantra that I'm living by this week is find calm in the chaos. And this kind of is a good segue into today's episode. I feel like my life has been a lot of go, go, go lately, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's super important to take a couple minutes every day, whether it's, you know, meditating in the morning or taking a second to journal or even just pausing throughout the day and taking like three deep breaths. I used to be the type of person that would get really, really, really easily stressed out. This is something that I worked really, really hard on and I wouldn't say that I'm as stressful as I used to be, but it's not necessarily the best habit and it comes up very easily. And so when I don't find ways to find calm in the chaos, this stressful version of me, um, she comes back up. I'm sure that there are like a million ways to find calm in the chaos and different things work for different people. But for me, these are probably the same habits that you guys have heard me talk about again and again. But doing yoga has been huge for my stress management. Um, long walks are great, listening to music, or even just pausing to take like five deep breaths in a stressful situation just helps to calm me down. I'm also waking up in the morning with enough time to do all the things that I want to do. I have a whole episode about my kind of lengthy morning routine. I'm a really big believer that if you give yourself more than enough time in the morning, you won't end up in one of these stressful situations because the worst thing ever is being late for work and then the rest of your day just feels super rushed and super hectic. So just making sure that you are giving yourself enough time in the morning to kind of ease into your day, take things slow. That's one of my favorite things to do. So let's go ahead and get into what you guys came for today. These are eight small ways to simplify and streamline your life. I tried to really get micro with these habits because it's super easy to just tell someone to make a to-do list and get their shit together, but it's not necessarily that easy. Tip number one, habit number one, is stay off your phone first thing in the morning. We kind of just talked about running late for work, things being hectic, and oftentimes if I'm late, it's because something sucked me in on my phone, even if it's like an email that was work-related or I was doing something on Instagram and I work in social media for a living. So I operate um, a couple different social media accounts and sometimes things on those suck me in. 
it's kind of like a black hole like once you're in it it's really tough to get out so i try really hard to stay off of socials first thing in the morning so if i want to post something on instagram i will either just take a picture and then save it and then post it later or i'll post it like super quick in the moment if it doesn't require a lot of detail i like to post these things while i'm getting ready and it's like getting ready things and i'll do my coffee i'll tag the products that i'm using and then maybe i'll post a podcast that i'm listening to you guys would be surprised how much time those posts eat up it's at least five to ten minutes which it shouldn't be like it's one instagram story it should not be that time consuming and so i know that if i'm gonna take that picture i'll typically take it and then post it late just because i like don't have time in the moment to make it look all pretty and get the colors right and the fonts and the text and all that stuff so if possible stay off your phone first thing it will definitely save you time and it won't suck you in and also you don't have to see anything that you potentially wouldn't want to see that might like disturb you going into your day tip number two is to time block or section out your to-do list honestly i'm kind of getting overwhelmed just thinking about it but um, I have a lot going on at work and like I mentioned before I work for three different brands and so different brands require different tasks different social posts and oftentimes there's a little overlap and I have to be quick to kind of like switch between one and the other so by plugging into my Google Calendar okay I'm gonna work on this for X amount of minutes and then I'm gonna switch to that for this amount of minutes and then we have a meeting at this time it's just super easy for me to see what needs to happen when and then i'm not overwhelmed trying to figure out like what should i do next what should i work on it's super easy i know that i'm dedicating 30 minutes to this 30 minutes to that so on and so forth next i highly highly recommend if it's an option to automate things in your life that can be automated two really big things for me are bills and miscellaneous items that you need on a regular basis so like the wi-fi automatically charges electric automatically charges because obviously you're gonna pay it you know how much it's gonna be or roughly as far as like electric goes you know how much it's gonna be it just pays itself miscellaneous items that you need on a regular basis this could be like toilet paper tampons um, I personally have tampons on auto ship. It's the best. I use Lola and would highly recommend. They come every month right on time, super convenient. Um, or have some sort of like meal prep planning service like HelloFresh, Green Chef, those types of things. Those are also really convenient, especially if you don't like to grocery shop. I recommend having some sort of system to view your week at a glance very quickly. So Lexi and I have a... Um, notepad in the kitchen and I think a friend gifted it to us when we moved in but it's magnetic and it just sticks to the fridge and it has Monday through Friday written out I think it's actually supposed to be like a meal planner but we kind of use it as a calendar so it has Monday through no I'm sorry Sunday through Saturday on one side and then it has a grocery list on the other and so Lexi and I will write in important things that the other one needs to know so like Lex writes her work schedule I'll write down if I have like an event to go to or something. It's super high level, nothing nitty gritty. 
um, just so we can really quick glance at it and see who's going to be where at what time essentially. And then um, on the other side, like I said, there's a grocery list so you can just write down things that you need. So we just write down, you know, we're out of cold brew make sure to pick some up at the store if you go kind of thing. Having some sort of system where you can really quick look and see what's going on today, who's gonna be where. This is especially nice if you manage people in your job or if you have a roommate. Just kind of nice to get a quick glance of what's going on and then you have a better understanding of how to proceed throughout certain tasks throughout the day. Next tip is to stay on top of your mess. There's something that I live by called the two minute rule. And this is essentially if it takes less than two minutes to do it and you think about doing it, you need to go do it right now. This could be like tidying up your desk at the end of a work day or emptying the dishwasher, um, putting away laundry if it's like a really small load or even throwing in a load of laundry. If you continue to tidy up essentially you'll have less to clean later on and this kind of goes hand in hand with your closet too someone once told me that we only wear 20% of our closet 80% of the time thought that that was a fun stat because this is 80 20 so when you're doing laundry take note of the things that you wear often and then get rid of things that you don't wear often like I have so many clothes in the back of my closet that I know I'm not gonna wear or that I just haven't touched in like six months. I had boxes and boxes that were in our extra bedroom of clothes that I didn't unpack until recently. And these were from the move six months ago. And I was like, why am I still holding on to this stuff? I haven't given it a thought. So just kind of like owning less shit is really, really helpful when you're trying to streamline your life. This kind of is a good segue into our next point. Um, and that is to limit the opportunity to choose. A lot of us get overwhelmed by having too many decisions to make throughout the day. So by predetermining what's going to happen, your day can go a lot smoother. So for me, this is picking out my outfit the night before and pre-packing my lunch. Maybe you might go as far as pre-writing journal prompts in your journal because that will encourage you to journal more. Maybe you pre-decide um, what your workout's going to be before you get to the gym. Maybe you even have all your meals planned out. You know what works best for you. And if you don't know, just kind of trial and error. But by removing the opportunity to be overwhelmed with decisions, your life can just go so much smoother. Next tip is kind of a tricky one because it involves more than just yourself, but absolutely changed my life. When I learned that it's okay and it's actually better to have low maintenance friendships and even relationships. Having friends as a young adult is very interesting because everybody's kind of at different points in their life. But one thing that I've kind of noticed across the board is that nobody wants to be in constant contact with one another. It's absolutely impossible. Like nobody has the time. And in high school and college, I think just because everyone was very much in the same place mentally, um, we all had a lot more free time and we all kind of did very, very, very similar things. It was a lot easier to reach everybody. And not like your 20s isn't a super social time, but I do think that because now we all have jobs and stuff, life is just obviously different, right? So I personally think that the best types of friendships to have at this stage of life 
are the types where you can just pick up where you left off. Like you could go a couple days or a couple months without talking to this person, but you guys can still get together, have a good time, catch up. And it just requires very little effort in between like hangouts, I guess. I'm not a big texter, so maybe this is just me. I don't know, let me know what you guys think. But to constantly be in constant contact with someone is like the most annoying thing. You won't, you won't catch me doing that. So I love a low maintenance friendship, highly appreciate it. The last tip that I have for you guys as far as streamlining your life goes is to keep your mind chaos free when possible. I am definitely an overthinker, so I get it. And everybody has like thousands of thoughts every single day. So it's really, really easy for your mind to overwhelm you. And sometimes I think stress is like self-created. We kind of get into this like snowball of, oh my gosh, I have so much to do, so much overwhelm, so many decisions to make. And then it's just, it just keeps going and going and builds up and that's when life gets super chaotic. But if you just write down what you have going on in your mind, sometimes I'll be at work and a thought will pop into my head and I'm like, okay, that's something that I need to do later. So I'll write it on a sticky note. Maybe I'm in a workout or I'm on a walk and a thought pops into my head. I write it down. Okay, I need to do that later. So having a practice of managing your thoughts by taking note of them can help you to reduce potential overwhelm. All right, you guys, that is it for today's episode. I know that it was a quick one, but I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to leave a rate and review. This just helps more people find and listen to the show. If you guys want to see more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at LilyRayco, or you can follow the podcast Instagram at 8020pod. I will have both of those linked in the show notes. Love you guys so much. Thank you again for listening and I will chat with you next Thursday. 